half and lost at the fall Running away when I'd hear you call But Father, you worked your will I had no righteousness of my own Had none the right to draw near your throne But Father, you love me still And in love before you laid the world's foundation You predestined to adopt me as your own You have raised me up so high above my station I'm a child of God by grace and grace alone out the lost you knew the great and terrible cost but Jesus your face was set I worked my fingers down to the bone nothing I did could ever atone but Jesus you paid my debt by your blood I have redemption and salvation Lord, you died that I might reap what you have sown. And you rose again, though the new creation. I am born again by grace and grace alone. I was in darkness all of my life. I never knew the day from the night. The Spirit, you made me. I swore I knew the way on my own Head full of rocks, a heart made of stone But Spirit, you moved in me And at your touch, my sleeping spirit was awakened On my darkened head, the light of Christ has shone Called into a kingdom that cannot be shaken Heaven citizen by grace and grace alone. So I'll stand with good by grace and grace alone. I will run the race by grace and grace alone. I will slay my sin by grace and grace alone. I will reach the end by grace and grace alone. Father, we thank you so much for your grace. We thank you for your free gift of your son. We thank you that we stand on that grace. We thank you that we, we live, we breathe in that grace. Father, help us to press in, to, to position ourselves before your throne this morning, to worship you, to praise you, to lift up your name, Jesus, not just in this place, but in this community. Thank you for all the 
all the songs about you, Jesus, last night um, in that community event. Lord, we, we declare power over every message that was put out there last night. Um, Lord, we would continue to take the kingdom outside of the walls, outside of these walls, out into this community. Not that you would draw in, but that you would continue to send us out, that we would take that message out. All who are thirsty, all who are weak, come to the fountain, dip your heart in the stream of life. Let the pain and the sorrow be washed away in the waves of his mercy. His deep cries out too deep. We sing, Come, Lord Jesus, come. deep inside try and listen deep inside for the spirit calling you we're calling Holy Spirit to come but he's he's already here we're just we're calling him to manifest himself to to show up in this place in in ways that we kind of have to break through our own heads to hear sometimes Just try and listen deep inside to the Holy Spirit calling you. 
agony and deep affliction cut off that I might enter in you can fathom this murdering passion who can fathom this mercy so free you are beautiful beyond description Lamb of God who died for me When I stand, I stand in awe of you I stand, I stand in awe of you Holy God to whom all praise is due I stand in awe of you I stand in awe of you. I stand in awe of you.
thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you're pleased and that I never alone. You're a good, good father. Because you know just what we need before we say a word. You're a good, good father. To you are, to you are, to you are, and I'm loved by you. To I am, to I am, to I am. You're a good. Father, to you are, to you are, to you are, and I'm loved by you. To I am, to I am, to I am. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all.
there anybody here this morning having trouble believing that he's a good father? You want to believe? We're not going to have anybody put up their hands or anything. But We're just going to sing this again. And for those that are, are believing that, sing it out over the people around you. There's, in case there's somebody that's having trouble leaving it, declare it over them. Sing out who he is and who they are and who you are. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. who you are, Father. And release the revelation of that over, over all of us this morning, over Vegerville. Just release that now over Vegerville. We bring new revelation to who you are, God, especially coming up to this Christmas season. As more people are thinking about you, Jesus, your name's all over the place. True, it's your baby pictures, but it still represents you, Lord. You're a good, good father. Oh, the beauty. think of who you are is overwhelming. The promises you make, they will uphold me. How you hold me, your compassions never Your mercies are new over and over. Your mercies are new over and over as surely as the morning comes. You're faithful. I'll sing of your love over and over. I'll sing of your love over and over. I'll sing with Every time I fall, your 
I try to run your kindness chases me how you chase me your compassion never end oh your mercies are new over and over your mercies are new over and over as surely as the morning comes your faithful I'll sing of your love over and over I'll sing of your love over and over I'll sing with every setting sun your Your anchor will hold through the night With every breath I will sing of Your love, Your love Your favor will last for a lifetime Your anchor will hold through the night With every breath I will sing of Your Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you're so faithful. Holy Spirit, that you're right here with us. You're always with us. Your promises are good. Your promises are good. Because what good father would give his, his kid a stone if he asked for bread, right?
Lord, no, no matter where we are, Lord, that you are with us. You never leave us nor forsake us. And then if we're going through a trial or we're going through a storm, that you are the one who was in the boat with us. You are the one who can say to the winds and the waves, peace be still. Hallelujah. Father, I just pray this morning that we'll just soak that in. We'll soak in your goodness today. We'll soak in your faithfulness today. We'll soak in your grace and your mercy this morning. Because, because that is who you are. That is the spirit that resides within us. We thank you for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit today. That it can bring that peace. That can bring all that we need. And if we are thirsty, if we're dry, you're there to provide living water and sustenance. And Father, we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you today for who you are in our lives. We thank you as we have sang already that you are the Lamb of God. You are the one who has taken away our sins. You're the one who has pardoned us and we stand this morning in your grace and we praise you, we worship you, we thank you, we thank you that you undergird us each and every day. And even though there's times we might not feel it, Lord, you are still there because you have promised to be with us. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is he worthy this morning of our worship and our adoration? Is he worthy of our lives today? Hallelujah. Praise his name. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Thank you this morning for just leading us in, in worship. And it was just great. I don't know about you. I just really sensed the peace of God. Have you, have you ever been in a situation in your life where you just where you just need the peace of the Lord just to come into your heart? I don't know about you this morning, but I just sensed the peace of God today. Hallelujah. Well, we're so glad you're here this morning at Maple Street. And uh, if it has been a long time, maybe it's your first time. And... and um, uh, but I just want to, just, I'm just really trusting this morning, if you're here for your very first time, that you just sense God's presence and you sense uh, the love of God's people this morning. And we're so glad that you're here. Again, if it's first time or maybe it's been a long time, uh, we're glad that you're here this morning. And this morning, uh, we had, or I should say last night, we had a great time with uh, our, it was the seventh annual pierogies and jam of course uh, uh, that gospel music and Christmas uh, music night and it was a uh, privilege to be able to host that in collaboration with Don Harfield and and just to see the community be able to come together I think we had 120 ish in the building last night and a great time of fellowship following and thank you to all who and you know who you are everyone who pulled everything together because uh, though Don might have been up kind of coordinating everything and he got the schedule and he got some of the singers and the players and all those things arranged, there was a lot of other stuff that had happened behind the scenes before and after that event, right down to uh, Ryan vacuuming up the salt off of the carpet. I mean, everything in between from, from making uh, flyers and 
and programs to uh, putting everything away at the very end and then having to drive uh, away in the snow. But we just want to thank everyone that was involved in that here from church. Yes, give yourself a... Just really want, just appreciative of all the effort that went in to that. And there's lots of effort that does go. And thanks for everyone that brought food and because uh, we had it back on the tables there. And in fact, there was so much food that came in we can get a little afterwards this morning. Isn't that great? A little time of fellowship, cookies and so on. So everyone is welcome to, uh, to, uh, to stay for that. Some coffee and sweet treats. And it's getting close to Christmas, and that's what we do, right? Sweet treats, gingerbread cookies and all that stuff. So uh, you're welcome to stay, and we'd love to have you stay. And uh, so this morning, uh, just a couple of things on our bulletin. If you got your bulletin, I thank Frank and Ed for getting those, and Diane getting those out to folks this morning. I uh, just want to uh, remind us, of course, um, tonight, of course, is Heritage House, and uh, and Sandy leads that, of course, and that's at uh, 6.30 at the Heritage House, Heritage House Ministry, and of course, on Tuesday night, a couple things going on. First of all, I just want to mention last Tuesday night, thanks to all of those who uh, were able to get out and to storm the streets and to uh, distribute the flyers in regard to the food bank collection. We were a little bit later than a couple of other groups, but that's okay. Uh, we're, we're partnering with other groups in the community to for a food drive, canned food drive. And so we were able to uh, do that last week. And so, of course, we're giving folks a week to prepare. And on Tuesday, we're going to be collecting whatever people um, are able to leave out for us and to bring that back and to uh, boost the food bank. Uh, during these, uh, this time of the year. So thank you for everybody who participated in that. And if you would like to be able to help us out in uh, retrieving those uh, canned goods, that would be uh, fantastic. So we're going to be picking up those food donations within our designated area. Also following that, of course, we have our, our uh, continuing on in the Bait of Satan by John Bevere. If you haven't made it to the first... Uh, what has it been, first, first eight or nine sessions? Just want to let you know that each session, even though they're connected, they somewhat also stand alone. So even if you've missed and you come to one of those sessions, you're still going to get something beneficial out of it. And so you're welcome to come, even though you might have missed uh, some of the other ones. It really is a powerful teaching concerning healthy relationships, everything from what happens to when someone uh, is offended to the place of how do we how do we walk in the grace of God? How do we walk that out through the process of forgiveness and reconciliation? So just some really great stuff uh, coming from uh, John Bevere's uh, teaching. And of course, also you'll notice on the front page that we also had 85. I thought there was something like 50 odd last year, 50 odd shoe boxes, 52 last year. And did you see the number on the bulletin? 80. Five shoe boxes went out from Maple Street Worship Center. That's pretty amazing. So that's a, a, a big, a big accomplishment. So thank you so much for all who participated in that. And also, the uh, you'll notice that there's an announcement for uh, the ladies of the church and the Vegarville Alliance Church invites the ladies uh, to. Uh, they're making nativity banners, and everyone, uh, everything will be cut for you. Uh, very minimal hand sewing. I'm not a sewer. And I'm not a lady, so I'm now good for that. But uh, if you're a lady and you like to sew, I'm sure that uh, they would love to have you uh, be involved in that. 
event. And um, I think that's all, with the exception that, of course, today is Missions Sunday. Mission Sunday, and following our, our offering, we're going to be turning things over to uh, Cheryl Colasco, as, as Ed and Cheryl are our missions coordinators. And uh, Cheryl's going to be taking over from there, and she's going to be sharing some things. We're going to be seeing some videos, so I'm not going to let you know everything about that, but uh, she'll, she'll lead that, and I'm sure we're going to be inspired and we're going to be informed. Because uh, how many know that missions is not just overseas, or n- not just here, but missions is overseas. It's not just overseas, but it's also here. And we are to be a missional people, amen? Isn't that what, what the, Jesus said? He said to his disciples, Acts 1, verse 8, you'll receive power, right? When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And is it to have just a great time in church? Absolutely not. Is it just a great time to to receive the power of the Holy Spirit just for ourselves? Absolutely not. It is so that we would be able to be witnesses for Jesus Christ here and around the world. Amen. That's the purpose of the empowering, the dunamis of the Holy Spirit. So we want to keep that in mind as we move ahead. So I'm going to ask our ushers to come this morning as we uh, receive our morning tithe and offering. And thank you to Dr. Frank. This is Dr. Frank. If anybody doesn't know that Frank is a doctor, he's a doctor of philosophy and chemistry. And um, so we can trust him to mix salt, or excuse me, mix uh, vinegar and baking soda. You can can do that, can't you, Frank? You, You have that ability to do that. It took him many years to be able to mix baking soda and vinegar. I'm just teasing, Dr. Frank. Dr. Frank, would you lead, lead, lead us? Can we have that on the screen this morning? As we receive today's offering, we believe in you for heaven opened, earth invaded, storehouses unlocked, and miracles created, dreams and visions, angelic visitations, declaration, impartation, and divine manifestations, anointings, giftings, and calls position and promotions, provisions and resources, to go to the nations, souls and more souls from every generation, saved and set free, carrying kingdom revival. Thank you, Father, as I join my value system to yours. You will shower favor, blessing, and increase upon me, as I have more than enough to co-labor with heaven to see Jesus get his full reward. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you as you give this morning. Diane told me that uh, just don't ask Dr. Frank to perform any surgeries. That's what she told me. Doesn't like blood. Okay. So this morning we're going to, as we're receiving our offering, getting all ready here, we're we're going to turn it over to Cheryl. This morning, Cheryl, you ready to come? And uh, yeah, so it's Missions Sunday, and uh, God bless you, Cheryl, as you share and as you. But I have to tell you, you stole my thunder. You read my sheet. (laughs) You're gonna get it again anyway. (laughs) It is Mission Sunday, and just to add to the shoe boxes. Thank you for your generous donations. We were able to send $205 to Operation Shoebox or Compassion um, towards the shipment of shoeboxes. 
and I'm sure many people have also sent it in on their own to Compassion, and they also online paid their shoeboxes, but we've been able to send them a little extra this year. So um, we are going to be seeing Kristen and Nishkandangama, however, we won't be seeing them in person. I will explain that to you in a little bit. So um, it is Mission Sunday, and the question I wanted to know is, what is missions? So I looked it up in the dictionary, and there are two meanings. One of them is an important assignment carried out for political, religious, or commercial purposes. B, the vocation or calling of a religious organization, especially a Christian one, to go out into the world and spread the gospel. In Acts 1.8, it says, but you shall receive power, the ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Vegarville, Judea, Alberta, Samaria, the rest of Canada, and to the ends of the earth, which is the world. Missions was not reserved for missionaries and ministers, but rather it was a call to every Christian believer to be involved in Christ's redemptive missions to the world. We are a missional church. It is in the weave of our fabric at Maple Street Worship Center. We've been involved in it forever, for as long as I've been here. We've sent teams. We've um, supported them, sent monies to them. Today, missions is not working. Uh, today at Maple Street Worship Center, we're not We've come up with a new vision, put it that way, on how to do missions. And in the past, the board would sit down or the council would sit and they would look at the different options for missional giving. It would become part of our budget and we would give. However, that really didn't involve the body so much. You gave and it went. But you didn't really know who it went to unless you came to the meeting and you saw the... the uh, printout at the end of the year as to who got the monies. So this year we decided that in order to provide the mandate of being the missional church, what we would do is we would highlight on a mission Sunday a different mission. We would highlight them, we would either bring them in, and you could see a face-to-face -face presentation. We would do what we're going to be doing for Kristen and Nish today, and it's going to be a video. And, um, or we may even have a Skype, like we did one time with Rasha. And um, so, I mean, it can take any form, but what that does is it puts more um, involvement in the body. You see who it is, you see where it's going, and you have that personal contact. You get to know who they are, what their vision is, and what their dream is, and, and God's calling on their life. Um, just forgive me here, I'm reading my notes. Okay, so what we're going to do, okay, Kristen, can you put the slideshow on for me, please? So for Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka is our focus today, and we'll take up a collection for Sri Lanka at the end of 
of the presentation here. And um, Chris and Nish and, Nish and Kristen couldn't be here this year. I contacted her and she said, we aren't coming to Canada. We've just built a new house and we aren't going to be able to do that. They built a new house right next to their the Bud Center, which is their ministry that God called them to in Sri Lanka. And so they for, they were not able to come to Canada. So I asked her if she would be willing to do some videos for us to just showcase what their ministry is, who they are, and who they're ministering to. So we'll have, be having a presentation of that. And um, we'll just skip through the... There's about 21, 22 photos here that she had sent. I'll be um, printing some and, and posting them on the bulletin board. Okay, are we through those photos, Kristen? I'm sorry? Okay, <laughs> not a problem. I misjudged my timing, Tori. So while, she, while these are flipping through, what you're going to see is you're going to see a series of small videos. Kristen had a hard time sending videos via the email, and she, she sent them to me in Messenger, and I learned you cannot take videos out of Messenger. So we had her send them to an email, and we pulled them out and got them onto the drive and were able to produce them. So you're going to see a series of two to two-and-a-half-minute videos from Kristen and Nish. Hey guys, it's Nish from Bud Center, and our center stands for Building Up Dream Society, and we are currently working now my uh, village. Uh, we have been here over four years right now, and built our center and running it currently, and we have almost 40 to 50 regular kids in our center, and we do after-school programs for kids. Uh, we uh, teach subjects like maths, Sinhala, uh, English, arts, and music, and craft, and uh, yeah, those kind of things. So yeah, thank you again for supporting us, and it means to us a lot, and keep us in your prayer, and uh, help us to reach our goals and our vision, and reach these kids, and bring them to God. Thank you again. So what happens on an everyday at our center? So we operate from Tuesday through to Saturday. Um, in the mornings, we always start out with prayer, or sorry, first cleanup um, from previous day's messes. And then we have a staff meeting. Uh, we focus on praying every day for one another, for all the kids, for whatever programs are coming up. Um, then we have a fellowship of lunch and we prepare our day's activities together for our classwork, for anything we need to prepare, we get ready together. And then from two o'clock onward to five o'clock, we receive children who come every day. These classes are free, um, they're for anyone, and they're informal educational programs that actually help uh, with their schooling. We follow syllabus that is applicable to the local school here. And we offer extra things like computer, art and craft, things that they may not always get that regularly or on such a capacity as we do. 
Uh, so it's opportunities for them and parents are recognizing it and happily sending their kids to our center. In the meantime, we get to invest in them, express our love to them, God's love to them, and we're just trying to be a witness each and every day and hoping as issues come up in teenagers' lives or little ones' lives and their struggles on a personal basis that we can pour into them, that we can pray for them, that we can help in a tangible way. Now we also reach out to the mothers as they come to bring their kids. We've actually started a mother's cooking class and actually we've really been able to invest in their lives and they're just taking ownership of this center as a place that they call their own where they know that their kids are getting loved, they're feeling loved, and they can help in some way. Some days they're making tea, some days they're handing out cookies to kids. We just, we utilize everybody that we can. Now we've received lots of teams also from Canada regularly. Uh, we just had a team from Korea surprise us with a visit uh, last week and they put out a program sharing their testimony. They're from YWAM and shared some Christian songs with the kids. So in a Buddhist nation where it's very hard to get the gospel, God is finding ways to get that out there. Um, that's not offending, not upsetting, and not um, causing them to steer away from what we're doing because they just respect us and are open to it. And we know that one day these seeds that we're sowing will one day um, have them take on that question, that burning question of do they know Jesus? Do they love him and do they want to follow him? as the one true and only God. So that is what we're doing here in Sri Lanka. Um, we so appreciate your support. Anything... I'm just going to give you a little tour of our center. It's the back entry. And our kitchen that we do cooking classes and prepare snacks for the kids. This is our computer room and our IT teacher, Sam. And computers that were donated from Canada. And here's the class in action. Sometimes moms come and stay while their kids are learning. Here's the craft class for now. stairs each and every day and they play out here sometimes classes are out here if we need the space 
list of all the names of the kids who come. Keep a record of their efforts here at the center. Then we have bags here where they can keep their books and pencils and all the things they need for classes. Here we have a bike shop in those cupboards where we they earn credits and can buy things like stationery and goodies. There's a small class going on. And we have a video program as well. And this is our staff office, so it's where we meet every day, pray, plan, and all the hard work goes on here. Talking to a student. And here's our big main classroom. Where we have an English class going on. And we have a library here as well for the kids to utilize and lots of resources for kids. Yeah, so we have many projects to focus on this Christmas. You heard some of our staff talk about it. And uh, we just want to thank you in advance for hearing our story. 
uh, getting involved with our center on a monthly, yearly basis, many of you do, and uh, help us reach out this Christmas because it's our chance to give the gospel, to reach out into the community, and also uh, bless the families at the Bud Center at Christmas. I know they were a little bit difficult to hear, but you got the gist of who they are and what they do. And Kristen um, emailed me back, and she said she was so excited at this opportunity, and, and she said this is such a blessing for us to be able to be able to present to you um, in, this, in this format. They will be around next year, so we'll make sure that we book some time with them. Um, I did kind of forget one slideshow that our video that I wanted to show. It's just about general missions. When I was going through and watching different videos about general missions, um, my heart just really, I just so impacted by going and doing and being the hands and the feet and the arms of Jesus. And this little girl, or this young woman, I should say, who, who gives ten reasons why you should do missions. It was so cute that I, I just wanted to play it. Kristen, could you run that, please? Uh, it's called 10 Reasons. It was, the, it was before the um, Sri Lanka ones. There's nothing on it? Technic it was on YouTube. <laughs> there it is. She found it. Thank you. You guys could respond back to me. Hey, everyone. How are you guys? I keep saying, how are you guys? I said, you guys could respond back to me. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm back with another missions video. This time, I'm encouraging you all to come out here, not just the Dominican Republic, but everywhere. And I'm sharing reasons on why you should. So, get ready. Reason number one, you get to explore the world and experience a new culture. So, I love to travel. I really, really do. I jumped at the opportunity to come to DR with my church for this mission trip. Although I knew it would be no vacation, I was just excited to be a part of something new, just a new culture, and experiencing God in a whole new way. You meet so much family, and I'm not even talking about blood, I'm talking about your family in Christ. So we went to so many churches, and they just welcomed us all with open arms, and they were just hugging us, and kissing us, and just smiling at us, and you know, that's how it's supposed to be. As the body of Christ, we are a family, you know, we're in one unit, and we were just acting as if we'd known each other for forever, and although we haven't, we know we have that eternal bond. We will see each other later on in heaven. You get to connect with your church members, your church family in a whole new way. It was so funny just being here, just seeing how they get on each other. Like, their jokes, like, Haitians are funny, yo. Like, I was just dying, like, most of the time. And just also seeing, like, the switch up, you know, how serious they are with their walk in Christ. As the youngest one here, they took very good care of me. Some conversations I just couldn't quite understand. They made sure I was good at all times. They just showed me that 
So he grows spiritually. God stretches us many different ways, emotionally, mentally, and especially spiritually. He just wants to be closer to us, and he wants us to feel that way as well. That's why we look for all these different ways in order to, to reach him, even if it's not through Christ. That's the only way. However, we try every little thing, and if we don't do that, we become our own God. But I've been growing spiritually here. I mentioned in my last video how I'm not a morning person. However, I have to wake up. I'm waking up every single day to meet with my church family and to pray and to usher in God's presence on this resort and into the field. I also mentioned that I led a service in Creole, guys. I'm so proud of myself. And so glory be to God because I've never done it. I've always just worked with my youth. So to lead a group of an older generation was just, it was a great experience as well. I don't get nervous. I know I'm a quiet person, but I'm not like, I don't get the jitters. I don't get nervous. I just did all that I had to do to prepare myself and I put myself out there. And that's what he wants us to do, not just abroad, but at home. He wants to use you, wants to see if you're willing. And with these tests and these trials and these opportunities, you just grow spiritually. In the last video, I talk about how you're just exposed to the amazing work of God's hands, miraculous things, just breakthroughs, and you can see when something is of God, but you will also see when something is of the enemy. Like, clearly, I knew the devil was real, but being over here, I was just like, whoa, this Christian walk is not a joke, is not something to play with at all. But also to know that you are covered when you're saved. Covered. I talked about that more in my last video, so go check that out. When you go on a mission trip, you are walking in your purpose. As a Christian, you are a follower of Christ. So if you're a follower of Christ, you're going to do what he says, right? Right? I mean, that's... Pretty much how it goes. If we follow Christ, we do what's required of us. In Matthew 28, verse 19, he says, and this is the God's word translation. So wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He said go. That wasn't, uh, oh, maybe you should, or um, if you have time, or... Um, I know you don't have money, but because I don't, but he will make a way. Like, honestly, just show him the desires, reveal to him, like, how much you want to do this, and he will find a way to make it happen for you. Go. That's what he says. Go and make disciples of each nation. Clearly, it is not easy, but this is what you do. You start at home. You start in your neighborhood. You start in the streets. We were meant to live in peace. We were meant to live in harmony with God and have that constant communication with Him. But we don't have that anymore because of sin. It was through Jesus, His death, and His resurrection that we now have that connection again. And so we have to go out there and tell people, God loves you. Right? When you have something good, share it, right? I mean, I would hope so. Like, keeping God to yourself is selfish. I don't know not one person that doesn't want to get blessed. When you're on a mission, you're, like, asking God to. It's like he has no choice but to. You're literally following what he says to do. Go and make disciples out of all nations. I just mentioned that my last little reason why. You're asking God to bless you. And I'm not even just talking about monetary blessings and like material blessings. 
He will work in your life in ways that you can't even imagine. I'm so excited to see what he's going to do for me, what he's going to do for you. And it's all because of our obedience. We have to practice in that walk. And the more we obey, he rewards us. But it's not just, well, it's not at all about the rewards, actually. It's discipline, it's learning, it's obedience, it's all these things that he wants to see in you and in me in order to bring forth his kingdom here on earth. Where it's all time for us to hit on. So go out there to your nearest homeless shelter and help out. Um, go feed, um, go feed people. Remember that you're no better. Reach to your family. Pray for those who are lost. We all have family members that don't all have Jesus. If you were blessed to grow in a household where Christ is in the center, there's no reason for you to not want someone else to have that as well. So. Pray for your uncles and your aunts. I know being here just made me want to do more for my family and my friends and people I don't even know at all. Going on a mission trip gives you that I don't care attitude. I gotta do what I gotta do no matter how I look like, no matter how tired I am, no matter who says what, no matter who got me mad, no matter who got me feeling some type of way, no matter who got me in my feelings, I'm going to do what I'm called to do. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling. It doesn't matter how nasty this weather is. It doesn't matter how hot I am. You are not too cute for this. The old me, I mentioned in my last video, would never, never consider doing this. If you're a girly girl like me and you think you can't handle it, you can. God will give you strength. I ain't going to do what God says I need to do. I did it. <laughs> you can too. Trust me. If I can do this, you can do this. So, these are all the reasons why you should go on a guys. I really hope that you do so. The world needs help. There's just so many people whose hearts need the Lord. Well, everyone needs the Lord. But there needs to be a messenger. And God has planted it. His children, us, his followers, in order to spread the good news. So, get up. Thank you, Kristen. Um, I'm sorry I got that out of order, but I thought it was just a, she, she really hit home on what missions is and, and our responsibility as a Christian and, and um, starts here. Doesn't mean you have to go doesn't mean you have to go into the foreign field. Walk out the doors. You can find a mission field. So, um, Ed, can I have you um, come and do the... We'll take up a collection for Sri Lanka, and um, we will pass this on to um, global missionaries out of the Pentecostal assemblies that's, that they work out of, that they are actually a global worker out of Pentecostal assemblies. I was just giving direction. <laughs> so we're going to take up a collection. Um, if you want, would like to contribute to this ministry to support it, uh, you can just put on on an envelope there, Sri Lanka, and the amount, and uh, they'll uh, take that checks or anything of cash, or whatever. Just put on there, Sri Lanka, 
and that the, it is a tax receivable because they're a registered charitable organization, so you'll get a tax receipt for that at the end of the year. And um, I think it's, I think when we saw in the video there, I, the first time I saw it, I was really touched in a, a few areas there because it brought back memories, uh, good memories. And uh, Cheryl, did you say, did you talk about this is our mission field, you don't have to go to a foreign land? You know, it, it talks in the scriptures about your immediate area, surrounding area, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And so we can all participate in different ways. And sometimes we can't physically go, but we can pray, or we can financially support the work that's going on over there, just like that young lady is over there. She's got a really good positive attitude, I think, about what missions is all about. And so um, we're going to take up a collection, and um, Sandy, could I ask you to pray uh, for this? Uh, I know that uh, missions is close to your heart as well, so... We'll ask you to pray while uh, Sandy is praying, then we'll fill out those envelopes, and I'll get uh, Frank, if he doesn't mind, to uh, come over and uh, take, the, uh, take the offering. Sandy, you want the mic here? You want to come up here? Is that okay? Let's join our hearts together. I thank you, Father, for placing these places in front of us, Lord, and we can have a part in what happens there. I thank you for what Nish and Kristen are doing in Sri Lanka. I thank you that they have given their all to be there. They're raising their family there. They're going to be there. Thank you for all they have given into their bud center. And thank you, Lord, for how they're making a difference in that community. Thank you, Lord, for how Nisha's family has stood behind them and helped them and worked with them. I thank you, Lord, that they have their place there. I thank you for your anointing on them, that they have absolutely received the power of the Holy Spirit into their missions there, into the lessons that they prepare, into the outreach that they prepare. And I thank you, Lord, that they want to glorify you with all that they do in that place. I thank you for giving us the opportunity to seed into that mission and into other missions that we have touched with this church. I thank you, Lord, that your purpose for us is not going to go down. You know that our heart here is missions, to give out from the abundance that you've provided for us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed our fellowship here with a heart to give. And we give in places where your word is going out, where your heart is we want to touch also, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our pastor and our fellowship here, that we can have an outreach into missions. I thank you for everyone who's able to give today, everyone who's able to pray, everyone who's able to seed into this ministry. And I thank you that an offering will be an absolute blessing to them. Lord, as we send monies to them 
and it multiplies into that community, we just look forward to amazing reports that we will get from what has happened with what we have sown. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Thank you, Sandy. That was a very anointed prayer, I believe. Uh, Frank, can you come up? And something that um, Cheryl didn't share, I think, uh, uh, was told her that they're having a real difficult time in that area politically right now. There's a lot of political strife going on. Is that between the Buddhists and the, and whatever? And anyways, it's there's a lot of strife. And so when you're praying, could you pray for your uh, God's hand of protection upon them and, and upon their uh, bud center there? Because, uh, you know, politics tries to get involved. And along with politics comes uh, the military and everything else that's going on. And it's all interspersed and mixed in with uh, the different religions and who is in the right place. We know that Christ is in the right place. And he can be the center, the light, and the high tower that they need. And we can help by praying and going before our Father and, and declaring and claiming that in... Um... Oh, here's a message that she sent. She said, uh, quote, Good morning. A special prayer request to mention this Sunday as you highlight Sri Lanka. Our government, our government is under much corruption and actual physical fights and chaos erupted in Parliament yesterday and today. In short, our current president took a decision to bring in our ex-president as the new prime minister without informing even the current prime minister. It's caused so much upheaval and it's put us uh, to question what sort of direction we are heading into for peace and proper rule. Uh, prayer is the only thing we can place our hope in and that God is on the ultimate throne. And amen to that. So I'll pass this over to Pastor. Thank you so much for your considerations, your prayers, and your uh, financial gifts. I know they will really appreciate it. And uh, the Lord looks down and sees us, and it puts a smile on his face. Amen. I'm not, I'm not preaching this morning because I, we, we had a focus on missions, but I, I want to just kind of piggyback off of what was... was uh, communicated this morning and um, you know if you go into Romans and you go into the Romans and you go in the first three chapters you know Paul lays out to the Romans the, what the gospel is and he talks about how that he's not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek and of course he's talking about Gentiles. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith. Now if you track Paul's thoughts in, in the final analysis he, he comes to the idea that general revelation isn't enough for salvation and he comes to the conclusion that whether you are a Jew born under law or a Gentile born apart from law you're really in the same boat. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the good news is, as Paul talks about this, he says, he says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth, that uh, we, we discover that it is, it is the righteousness of God in Christ 
that saves us. Amen? It's the righteousness of God. So it doesn't matter whether we're Jew. It doesn't matter whether we're Greek. It doesn't matter who we are. We all need Jesus Christ to be saved. But then, it's interesting that if you fast forward over into, into Romans 10, and this has been a, something that really has been with me for a long time. And Romans 10, verse 14, it says, How then, how then shall they call on the one, or excuse me, on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Now, folks, we're not talking about an ordained preacher that's getting up and is preaching us. We're talking about someone who proclaims. And the truth is, as we've already heard this morning, is that we're all called, amen, to be a witness for Jesus. We're all called to preach the gospel. And then he says, then how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring good news of good things. And I want to stop right there this morning because there is a gospel of peace, a gospel of good news. Of course, that's what the gospel means, good news, that needs to be shared in that country right now. And we know that there is political turmoil which can impede the proclamation and the sharing. And if we could stand this morning, and even in our own country you'll notice that there's a growing, there's a growing hostility toward everything that, is, that smells of Christianity. Would you not agree this morning that it's becoming a little more hard. It's harder and harder. It seems like every year in our nation it's becoming more difficult. And it seems as though the church, every believer, it seems like we're beginning to kind of um, become a little more private in our faith. They don't really want it in the public square. But can we do two things this morning before we dismiss and, and, and enjoy uh, the food together? First of all, that we'll pray for Sri Lanka. That God would work out this political turmoil so that there can be uh, a better conditions to be able to spread the good news. And number two, if we could pray for each other. Because, again, we live in a, in a, in a hostile environment where it's being more difficult to be open and to share. But we need courage. Would you not agree that? with me in that regard, that we need courage. And that I believe the courage to share our faith and, and, and to see the kingdom of God extended comes through the Holy Spirit. We need the power of God, Spirit, to give us that boldness and that courage. Because I believe that when the Spirit of God gives us that empowerment, He's giving us the power to be missionaries, even in our own context. So, Two things. We're going to pray for Sri Lanka, and then we're going to pray for each other. And if you're near someone, as we pray for each other, if you could just lay a hand on someone's shoulder or whatever, and you just pray that God will give them, uh, give them, can, can I just be so bold to say that we are a Pentecostal, that God will just baptize us afresh in the Holy Spirit. And if you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit at first, 
we're looking for, a, for, looking for a, a, an initial. And if you haven't, if you have but you're dry and you, someone can pray that God would just fill you again with his Holy Spirit and power so that we can be the missionaries that he's called us to be. Amen? Can we do that? So, Lord, we, we pause for a moment in response to the email that was read. A correspondence that has come from brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, missionaries in Sri Lanka, Lord, and they have shared their concern concerning the rulers of the land. And so, Father, we ask, Lord, that you would intervene, that you would intervene and you would bring peace, that you would iron out these political um, these, these political issues, Lord, that is causing um, there to, to be just a, a hindrance of, of your gospel going forth. Because, Lord, uh, we, we know, God, that your desire is to see souls saved. It is your will that none would perish, your, the word says, but they would all come to repentance. And so we pray for that country, Lord, today. We pray that, God, that you will make a way where there might seem to be no way, that the gospel be gospel would be able to go forward with, in power and conviction and that many, great, many souls would be saved because of it. And Father, in our own land today, we recognize that there is a growing a hindrance, a growing hostility. And there's even some minor persecution in some, in some forms coming from even from our government. And so, Lord, today, you have called us. You've called us. You have commissioned us just like the young lady said on the video, we are all called to go. We're all called to go and make disciples. And you said, Lord, that you would not send us alone, but you would, you would send us with the power of the Spirit when the Spirit would come upon us in power to be witnesses unto you. And so we pray, Lord, for those, Lord Jesus, that God, that you would just fill, you would fill to overflowing with the power of the Holy Spirit. That God, that you would give us the boldness, you give us the courage, you give us the guidance, you give us the direction, you, you would instill with us a, a, a certainty of our calling to be missionaries to our neighbors, to our friends, to our co-workers, to our family, to those that are within our town, our community, and even those beyond, Lord. You have called your church to be missionaries, spiritually empowered, spiritually directed, guided, as you did the early church, Lord. And we ask, Lord, today that you would just empower us afresh May the fire of God fall upon us. Ignite our hearts, O oh Lord, for lost souls in this community. Lord, this is the calling you've placed upon every Bible-believing church. Every person who, who, who trusts in Jesus Christ and endeavors to follow him has been called. And we pray for your, for your spirit to come and to fill us afresh again. And give us that boldness and courage that we need to be able to be strong witnesses of Jesus in a time need the power of God to be able to do it. Without your power, we will not be successful. And so, Lord, just may your power fall in each and every heart of your life. Lord, transform us into the people you want us to be so that we can be successful in the endeavor that you've called us to undertake. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, Amen. 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 And Lord, bless the food that we're going to receive in the fellowship. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming this morning. Thank you for giving. Thank you for sharing. And uh, we're going to have a good time following. Amen. Thank you, Cheryl and Ed, for sharing.
Amen? Everybody appreciate the videos this morning? Everybody appreciate that? Can you give them a, a hand for putting all that together? It's great stuff.